can still use the word lentil. All right, lentil soup. Oh, Rachel <laughs> loves food. So you know lentil soup. So must be very delicious one, this lentil soup, all right, that Jacob cooked. And then he offered the Esau who just came back from hunting, very tired and hungry. And then he told, okay, before I give you the lentil soup, Rachel, <laughs> no, Rachel will choose God's word, right? Rather than the soup just this morning, right? Gave her all the meditation and confession already. To the food for your? Yeah, spirit man. Okay, so Jacob's spirit man, very smart. So he said, Esau, if you give me the firstborn blessing, I will give you the lentil soup. <laughs> so what? Exchanging the physical for the spiritual. Jacob, very smart. He treasured, this is really treasuring the spiritual more than the physical. So here you have Jacob, he treasured the spiritual more. Ah, oh, read the Bible, meditation. <laughs> okay, or just make every time fit your body, all right? So Esau was a man of the flesh, man of the five senses, and he said, okay, <laughs> you, you don't think a second about what he is giving up, okay? He just said, okay, because his stomach is calling, kuruk, 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 okay? Huh? Huh? Ah. Oh, the lentil soup. <laughs> so you want lentil soup or you want God's word? Wow, that's Rachel, okay? That's talking to Rachel, she said she wants God's word now. Okay, because when Esau chose the lentil soup, of course, it doesn't mean that if you have God's word, you won't get lentil soup, all right? But in exchange, okay, when which one come first? He chose the physical. And because of that, you will see that he lost the firstborn blessing. He will still have blessing, but not the firstborn, which is a greater blessing. And so this is, so what happened? He, they, he, they went to the father, <laughs> okay, agreed already between them. And the father, touch, touch. <laughs> Because after that, they put, he put, uh, the mother actually uh, planned together with him, <laughs> with uh, Jacob. So you can see the mother loves Jacob more, right? So they went to the father, blah, blah, and then, oh, he put some hair, skin over the, the uh, Jacob, right? <laughs> Lentil soup, no more already. Uh, he saw it already. <laughs> Finished already. Okay, now they want to go for the blessing. Now, Esau, he also think that he can still have the firstborn blessing, all right? He didn't realize that he already traded it off, all right? He already made an agreement to give away the firstborn blessing in exchange for the soup. So as they came to the father, the father touched, touch, and Jacob, and thought that Jacob is Esau. So Isaac declared the blessing of God, all right, with words, okay? He didn't give him a, a a bank, bank book. <laughs> okay? He didn't give him a title deed of how many properties and all that. He just spoke the blessing of God okay, over the life of uh, Jacob. Okay? <clears throat> and then when Esau come running in, 
he got a shock. <laughs> it's because that time he was, he saw Nachek come to the father, right? He doesn't know what has happened. But God's word is like this. Once spoken, cannot take back. God will not take back. That's why God's word is so powerful. Means that whatever God say, he will do. Right? Like Malachi 3.10. What he say, you practice it, you follow it, he will do. Because God's word will not return to him empty, but will accomplish that which he purposed. So the blessing has gone forth to Jacob. Now Esau come running in, and then got so shocked. And he was crying and was very angry. He said, Father, why you, you know, I am your firstborn son. Why, why did you give that blessing? So remember, uh, that blessing is not a bank account or million dollars or bank book. Uh. Ah, see the difference. Then he cried and cried and cried. And of course, it was too late. And he was very bitter and angry towards Jacob. So chase after Jacob. So there was something happening between Esau and Jacob. Esau chased Jacob out of the father's land. Right? And so in this uh, Genesis 28.10, Jacob has to leave the father's house. Okay? Being chased by Esau. Okay? So he went to Bathsheba and then went toward Haran. So he was a fugitive. <laughs> because now the brother wants to kill him already. Oh, yeah. Just not over a, a bank book, you know. <laughs> not over title deed, you know. Wow. If you say, wow, you know, now you have families fighting each other, right? Brothers and sisters. Huh? Oh, it's all buried, Jacob. Not yet. He not yet died. <laughs> okay, wait. Huh? So, what happened? Okay, so remember, huh? I can see clearly. They are not fighting over physical property or physical money and all that. They're fighting over the blessing of God because God's blessing over the firstborn is what? The dew of heaven. Yeah. Blessings over his life, over the work of his hands. It starts with God's word. And then whatever you do will prosper. And that blessing of the dew of heaven was what Esau lost over just some physical food. Okay, and later on, that blessing turned out to have lots of property and everything. Can you see first? So don't, don't ask God, okay, give me property, give me. Give me your word. Yeah, and when he received his word, by a stripe, you are healed. Everything else happened. Okay, blessings come in, left, right, center. <clears throat> Even vending machine also, people pay <laughs> for Rachel, right? I, you know, today she shared, she was reading a bit, just, you know, a little, uh, because she's testifying for all of you. But that day at the uh, hospital, the room, she was jumping and so full of excitement. When she came in, I was you know, about finishing already, uh, doing a physio, physiotherapy. So, he, she said, Pastor, Pastor, I, I got testimony, testimony, two testimony. Exactly, that was how she said. So we all look at her. Wow, this full of excitement. That's how you should share, share testimony, right? So today we can see all of you sharing testimony from your heart because the Lord has done wonderful things for you. See, two people pay for me, two people pay for me. <laughs> can you see? Normally strangers don't do that, right? But the Lord did it for Rachel. So here, here we go. And he was away running from Esau. Then he took one of the stones of that place, put it on as his head. And this is the letter that we also learned, the letter Resh, 
Horosh, and he lay down in that place to sleep. So he's running away from the brother who want to kill him. And he found a place and he want to lie down and sleep. Okay? Uh, <laughs> not Elijah, all the time sleep. <laughs> okay, so then he dreamed. Okay, he had a dream. You dream before, right? Everyone. Okay, you dream when you are sleeping or you do daydreaming? <laughs> In school, your teacher asks school you, right? So he went into a sleep because dreams is subconscious, all right? And it's a spiritual realm. That's why if it's a God-given dream, you will remember it for, forever. And behold, a ladder. So in this dream, you are sleeping. This is the one picture to at least have a visual of what happened. And then he dreamt a ladder. Okay, the ladder in Hebrew. Now, since we learn Hebrew letters, so we can have a little more deeper understanding of the words that have been translated into English for us. So it is Sulam, which has the Samek, yeah, the surrounding protection of God, right? And Lamek, which is up, looking up, the tallest letter, teaching, learning, and looking up to God, right? The only letter, Mem, is abundance, okay? And also the word of God, okay? The water of the word. And also, it also means staircase. So it was translated ladder. So if you read it, or it will just mean, in Hebrew, it will just be sulam, okay? And they saw a sulam, which is a staircase going upwards, right? From these letters, up, okay? And at its top, Okay, at the top of this staircase, so it may not be exactly like this because this is somebody's uh, drawing. So all we know is that it was a staircase that was going up. Okay, and at the top, the head, the top means wash. Okay, the word there is wash or rash that we have been learning. Okay, the, the rash, the aleph and the shin. Aleph is God, right? Going up to heaven. So here was earth. Is he lying on earth or in heaven? Earth. earth, okay? But he saw a staircase going up to heaven and at the top there, right? The head. There, on this staircase, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. So what is happening? There is a connection between earth and heaven, okay? And the angels were moving up to and fro. So can you see? The uh, Jews have all these experiences of their God from heaven. And is their God the same as our God? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So, and behold, the Lord, the Lord is Yahweh, okay, which is Yud He Vav He. Wow, Rachel. Okay, learn very well from the blazing jewels, okay. Stood above it. Okay, so at the top, Yahweh stood there and said so Yahweh God is heaven okay but he can speak to us who are on earth okay to Jacob and he said I am the Lord God so you have Yahweh Elohim of Abraham your father and the God of Isaac so he is the son of Isaac right the land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants See, when God wants to speak 
don't be afraid to go up and speak to God because he's not going to punish you. <laughs> what does, what's God going to say to him? And he was very naughty, right, Jacob? <laughs> he, the, his name actually is already naughty, right? Supplanter or deceiver. But he was, God in the Bible said, God loved Jacob but hated Esau. So it's not that God hates the brother, but the love, the extent of God's love when compared to Jacob, because Jacob treasured spiritual things, treasured God rather than just physical, right? And if the whole, their whole uh, fight was about physical things and spiritual. And that dream that he got was about physical and spiritual. Amazing, right? They were fighting over that. And then God showed them that he can bless, he can come down all right, from heaven to earth. Okay, and because he treasured the physic, the spiritual realm above the physical things of this earth, the moment God appeared to him, God said, "This land that you have, because that's what Esau is fighting for. <laughs> for them, it's about possessing lands. Okay, how much land I got? Even today, it's still fighting over the same thing, right? About property, about land, about houses, as if that you know they can. We will never leave this earth like that. Okay, but." Same thing throughout humankind, all right? It's about the things of this world, okay? That people are fighting for or living for. And yet, this is what God said, I will give it to you. I will give, I. Who will give? God will give to Jacob and to his descendants. So you remember, after that, when God gave Jacob the new name, what's the new name of Jacob? Israel, all right, means ruler or prince, and therefore today Israel has got lands, has you know all these things that God promised. Who? All the blessings God promised first to before Jacob was. Yes, Abraham, right? The Abraham blessing, the covenant, Abrahamic covenant, was that God said, "You come out from your father's land. You come, you follow, you uh, go to a place that you do not know, and then I will." Bless you, and I will give you, right? Descendants as the stars of the sky and the sand of the sea. These are all just words at that time. And he don't even have a physical son yet. Okay, so the blessings of God are first come forth from words. God's words, all right? And when we believe it, it will manifest for onto this uh, physical realm. So I will give you and your descent. So God is confirming his promise to Abraham, to the grandson. <laughs> okay? Who, because there are two of them. Uh, they are twins. Right? Yeah. And he treasured. He was the one who treasured God. God's word. So all, also your descendants shall be, see, this is the promise to Genesis 15, Genesis 12. God's blessing, 12, 1 and 2. Go meditate the blessings of God. It is ours too. In Galatians, right, chapter uh, 3, it says the blessings of Abraham are now ours. How? By faith through? Yeah, <laughs> through Jesus. <laughs> okay, because of Jesus, we who are the Gentiles, nations, right, have access to this wonderful Abrahamic blessing. Okay. And in your seed, you will spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, 
all the families of the earth shall be blessed. First, Jacob received the word of God blessing from his physical father. Then, when he treasured, which is God's blessing, then God appeared to him. Okay? So, it's not that God appeared to me first. <laughs> Tell me. Actually, he always tell you 1,000 times already. <laughs> if you read your Bible, all right, it's always blessing you. But if you don't read the Bible, then we don't know. Okay? So, after that, God appeared to him and confirmed what God has already said through to Abraham, his grandfather, and through Isaac, his father. You see, the, the channel that God used and also his response. He had to respond. He had to choose between lentil soup <laughs> and he made a choice of forsaking the you know of uh, forsaking giving the, the physical and going after the spiritual god appeared to him and blessed him see the word bless bless is baraka which is empowered to prosper god will give you the power to prosper that's what happened to the jews which is the descendants of abraham isaac and jacob Okay, behold, I am with you. The Lord continued to speak to him. From where? Yeah, from heaven, the spiritual realm, right? Yeah, and he is in the physical. See, so while we are in this body, today, through Jesus Christ, we can hear God if we choose to, all right? And will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have ah, spoken, that means somebody speak to you, right? So, how many times you hear people speak to you? <laughs> huh? a, a lot, right? If you listen, you will hear. So, how to hear God speaking to you today? Ah, God's word and how to read it or read it aloud, then you can hear, right? Ah, by his stripes I am healed. Amen, Rachel. So we need to read God's word aloud to ourselves so that we can hear. Okay? It is the spoken word that will give us the faith to believe him at the same time. Because when you have the faith, then the manifestation takes place. After the faith, you will take action. Okay, so that's the promise of God. I will bring you back to this land. So today we have seen the history of the Jewish nation, how they were dispersed because they crucified the Messiah. But the promise remained until today we are seeing the last prophecy, you know, happening. Right? The Jews were dispersed to throughout the world after uh, Jesus' crucifixion. And then today, yeah, I will bring you back to this land. Right? Especially for the Jews. Also, in a spiritual meaning for us, is God bring us back home to Him. All right? Not yet to the physical heaven, but already come into the presence, the physical home of God. Okay? Where it is only spiritual eyes can see and spiritual ears can hear. Okay? Because if we say, I where got home? <laughs> I'm now in Elijah's home. <laughs> the home is the physical one. We have missed out. All right? That's why it's two, two, two things. Physical and spiritual. And the ladder connects 
the physical to the spiritual, which is today the valve. The ladder is like the valve, all right? She's to Jesus Christ, which is also the word, because Jesus is the word of God. When we go to the word, then the word will bring us to the spiritual realm, because the physical explanation of the word home is just a house like this. So if we say it will bring you back home, then if we are we don't look at the word or the correct definition of home according to God, according to the Spirit, we will say, I'm not yet home. Wait till I die and then go heaven, that's home. That means you are still in the physical. Yeah, we interpret everything physical one, five senses. Okay, so to, to find the truth of the spiritual, we need to go where? To, to find the truth? Yes, only the word of God will tell us, right, that God's home is in his presence. Today, he lives inside us. That's what you learned the letter. Aleph, bed, yeah, where God dwells inside you. That means, in, uh, even in John 15, Jesus said, I make my home with you. Isn't it? Then, where? <laughs> so, it is here, inside your heart, in your spirit. And how do we get that understanding? It comes through reading the Bible, looking at God's word to tell you the spiritual thing. So, you can see how many believers have missed out on the spiritual aspect of their lives, all right, the spiritual realm, because they never went into the Word. You understand? So, okay, there's a pause there. All right. Uh, oh, still there. How did that line go? Okay, never mind. They're trying to fix it. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep. Okay, so he had the dream. He was sleeping. And he, he wake up. Okay, so this is a good sleep, right? <laughs> all right? And having a good dream from God. Surely, he said, surely is actually very similar to the word Amen. Okay? Aken, and it's Aleph, Kaf, not Kuf, Kaf, all right? And the Nun. The Nun is the long, long one that goes down. The ending of a word, okay? You have the Sophit noon and the beginning noon. Okay, the beginning noon is the bend like that. Okay, so the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. Isn't this what happened to us before? <laughs> yeah, the Lord is already here. Someone living inside all of us, right? <laughs> After you have received the Lord. And I did not know it. He did not realize it. Okay, and that is already in the Old Testament. What more today in the New? So many Christians have the Lord living in their heart, and I did not know it. <laughs> so they are walking around in this earth as if there's no God. Yeah, and maybe God there is, but God is up there. They are God, they receive Jesus, and then the Jesus is seated on the throne there, and they live all the time in the physical. Thinking physical, lentil soup. <laughs> okay, so have no idea that this is what happened. I didn't know it. The Lord is here. So do we today need this manifestation? Yeah, some people, God may give a vision or a dream, Sometimes, even if you get a dream, it may last for a while and then 
you, you forgot or we don't believe anymore if you are still living in the five senses. You say, oh yeah, we can reason out because we have spirit man, the mind, the logic, and also the, the heart. Okay, so the word is the best to declare and you can know 100% because God's word says so. He is with you. He will never leave you. So it's the word. Okay, so today, don't need to wait for God to appear to you or for a dream and then say, oh, now I know God is real. <laughs> Maybe for certain, certain ones in God's, this one, right? But generally, it may not happen. And if it doesn't happen, then we say God is not real. Ah, right? God already real. What already? Jesus already came. The, the, the whole uh, destiny or plan of God has already been written out. God is not you know, uh, uh, limited by time. He already knows the future and everything is written out. That's why every event is happening according to God's word. Yes, God said you are healed. So the... <laughs> yes, that is the physical and the spiritual. And which one you believe will manifest. All right. Okay, so remember this. This is very, very important. It's like some people need to wake up from the sleep and then realize God is real. Some people <laughs> still sleeping <laughs> and then never wake up. Okay, so believers. Children of God, wake up. Okay? God is real. God is in this place. God is in your heart, in your life. And he was afraid and said, how awesome in this place. There is none other than the house. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Yeah? When we come together, yes, there's a physical gathering. Okay? But all the Jesus has already come. The Holy Spirit will come and live in you. So even you are in whichever part of the world, Singapore, Malaysia, right? That is the place where you are, it's the house of God, which means actually battle or house of God. And when, and in the word is where you get into, to go into the spiritual realm, right? The gate. Huh? <laughs> oh, God, uh, Rachel said God speak to her, is it? Wake up, you sleepy head. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. <clears throat> then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil, richness, anointing on top of it. Okay. Acknowledging that Jesus is the head. To us, it, today, it means that. Okay. When we see Jesus as the head, then that is the, we pour the oil, we have oil, okay, and anointing. And he called the name of that place Battle. Okay, you can see the letter Bet, U, what is this? Pet, yeah, and uh, Aleph and Lamet, house of God. But the name of that city was Los, Los. So Jacob made a vow. What is a vow? A promise, right? Saying, today we make promise and then we <laughs> also break it. We don't even believe our own promise, right? But in those days, it's different. That's why 
why today believers never really enter into the covenant. Covenant means promise. And the communion that we have is a covenant. God's word is promises. Why we don't believe it? Because we don't believe what we say. In those days, they don't need a, a writing one. Need to your thumbprint or put it in writing. If they have an agreement between two parties, they just speak it out and their word is good enough. But you can see what happened <laughs> today. Oh, you said uh, you will, I, will, I, will, I pay you 10,000, you will give me the land. Okay, write it down. That must be notarized. Must be go before commissioner for oath. Then after that, notary public must have witness and then seal, submit to the court. <laughs> because we don't believe words anymore. Even writing also, we still not yet 100%. So how? God's word. You don't even believe your own word. You just simply say, okay, I will do and then never do. We just don't bother about words. And words are the main things it's going to give you life. Right? God's word especially. So, he made a vow, a promise. You see, God keeps his promise. But the thing is, we don't believe God. Why? Because we don't keep our promise. <laughs> so, we think God is the same as us. So, when we read the Bible and God said, I will bless you, we said, don't say only. La. <laughs> this one is a storybook, uh, Bible. Don't realize that God says something, he means what he says. All right? And we learn that as well in our lives. And we will treasure. When, so when God said, by stripes, you are healed, you are healed. He said, I'm healed, I'm healed. And the shirt manifests, it's okay. And the spirit is done. And I just believe him for the manifestation when it comes. All right? So I come back to it. Then he said this. This part, actually, I, <laughs> I didn't read before. <laughs> Not that I know all the Old Testament from, you know, beginning of chapter to the end. I know about the Jacob's letter, but I didn't really pay attention to this last part, which you're going to see. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God, you be with me, keep me in this way that I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house. So what does he want? He wants to go back to his father's house because the brother chased him out. <laughs> okay? So this is the longing to be with his father. All right? That is our spiritual longing to want to come back to be with God, to be near to Him. All right? In peace or shalom, then the Lord shall be my God. Okay? So he just asked God, just bring me back to my father's house. Give me bread to eat and clothing to put on. He wasn't thinking of property or anything anymore. Not even money. He just said what? Give me bread to eat and clothing to put on the very basic necessities of life because he was chased out. Then, so simple request, which is what? Very, very simple. Your daily, daily need, right? Your daily bread. That's what Jesus said to us, right? Don't worry about tomorrow and all that. This live one day at a time. God will take care of your daily. You want uh, whatever soup, you just tell your daddy. <laughs> Mushroom. Okay, next one. Okay. But you must eat together with your with, uh, family and your spiritual food. Okay? Uh, right, so... He wants to be back with the Father, all right? The spiritual, remember the ladder, heaven and earth. And the Lord, then he promised to God that he will become my ruler. For some people, if God, you bless me with this house, that house, that what, then only I will serve you or you become, you see, God means you become my ruler or the judge. What does that mean? If you have someone that you acknowledge as your 
don't talk about this God, about God, because many people already use the word lightly, right? And okay, uh, God, uh, God is someone that I put on the altar and worship once a week. No, this to the Jews, when they say you shall be my Elohim or my God, it means you are my ruler and judge. So if you have a ruler and judge over you, what does that mean? What does a judge do or a ruler do? You go to court, what does a judge do? <laughs> bang, bang. He decides, right? He decides who is right, who is wrong. He decides who should give back to who and what. He makes the final decision. So if you say God is your judge, God is your ruler, God is your king, then God makes the final decision. His word is final. So what you said is correct, not the doctor's word. Okay? So the doctor may say, da, 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 you will die in two years' time. Then we say, no! Right? Because that's not his fault, not the doctor's fault. Right? But he's just in the physical based on the, the evidence that he has physical. But God has the final say. So if we say, God, I have God in my life, Jesus as my God, then means that he has the final say, right? From his word, he tells us what to do. What he say, I follow. That is what it means by judge or ruler. Okay? So this is no religious thing, right? It's a real relationship with your father, with God, whom you acknowledge as your judge, as your father. If I don't know which one is right, what to do, then I come to my judge. And then he tells me, okay, this is the decision. This is what you should do. And I just follow. That is by saying, that's why when we receive Jesus, we receive him as? Ah, what is the Lord and Savior? What does Lord, Savior means he saved me, okay, from my sin. So from condemnation, from guilt. Lord means? Yeah, Lord means ruler, master. So many have Jesus as Savior, but not as? master okay as the judge as the lord okay he doesn't condemn you anymore but then as judge means that he make the decision he has the final say all right and this is the part that i didn't see before <laughs> when i read to the end oh how come got this one man? so it's not intentionally to talk to you all about the tithe okay <laughs> I was shocked myself because I didn't read this at the end before. And this stone, which speaks about the head, right? Which I set as a pillar shall be God's house. And of all, this is who say one? Jacob himself say, right? Jacob say this one. Right? And of all that you give me, remember he only asked God for bread and clothes <laughs> to wear, that's all. And yet, that God said, I will give you this land that you sleep, right? And everything, descendants. And then he began to see the bigger picture, I believe. Because he said, of all that you give me, I will surely give. So he is not expecting from God just one baju <laughs> and one piece of bread, right? So he must have said, when he said this, I will surely give or return in Hebrew a tenth, right? Just now, uh, Rebecca shared this out, the tenth, which is the ayin, which is the tithe. Asa, okay, Ayin, Shin, and the Resh. 
I shared this before about this tithe, all right, the asa, whereby the asa, when we tithe, it opens our spiritual eyes, all right, to see who our God is and to be able to trust Him and also the shin inside the tithe, we haven't come to the word shin yet, but the shin inside the tithe, the fire of God, will consume the devourer from, uh, you know, uh, uh, taking away our finances as we acknowledge Jesus as the head, the rash, as the head of our finances, the head of our lives, the rash, the head in our lives. So we are honouring him. When we tithe, we tithe to someone who is alive, to Jesus in Hebrews. Have you all ever given money to the dead except for Pakam? <laughs> Will you all give, you know, after the person died already, you still go there and give? Only one time, right? And then whatever little amount, okay, it doesn't matter. But you only give the one time during the funeral. Do you every month go and give money to your ancestor who is dead? No. Ah, so when we tithe, right, we give continuously. Every time we receive income, 10%, this asa, 10 goes to the Lord. That means we are giving to a living person. Alright, that's why in Hebrews, it's a testimony. When we tithe, we are saying that when we are able to tithe. See, if you've got no money, you can tithe or not. You've got nothing to tithe, right? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Okay, so, but when you have God bless you, then you are able to tithe. And you are tithing to one who is alive, who is able to keep on blessing you. He's alive, therefore he can open the windows. Have you all invested in a bankrupt company before? <laughs> no, right? You will look for a prospering one in the natural. So we know that heaven is prospering, has everything. See, God's word is spirit. Only the spirit eyes can see. Yes, God will multiply. Yeah, according to Rachel. Okay, so the tithe is a weakness that God is blessing you. Right? When you're able to tithe, whether it's from a few hundred to a few thousands or many thousands, it is a testimony, a witness that God is blessing you, that you are tithing to a God who is alive, not to a bankrupt company, not to a dead person. Understand? Yes. And more and more. And then the wonderful testimony, right, of Rebecca this morning, isn't it? Yeah? God said that you honour him in the tithing offering and he'll honour you. And I remember one time during Holy Spirit power feast. I don't know whether you still remember. <laughs> I spoke to her as led by the Spirit. One day you will, God will bless you more than your. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, it just came out, you know, and I believe it will happen. All right? It's not that uh, your hubby not better or whatever. It's not that. It's just that that's what God wants to do in your life to show you that he's faithful, you believe his word, and you do, he wants to bless you, Rebecca. Because remember Rebecca? Rebecca was a very generous person in the Bible, or is, she's still alive in heaven. All right, the Rebecca, Isaac's wife, the mother of Jacob. Oh, okay, <laughs> so Rebecca loves Jacob. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's, she skimmed along with Jacob, right? To get the blessing. <laughs> so maybe you have twins as well. <laughs> so, when God says something, he will do it. Yeah? And her, her testimony is so amazing. 
right, that she got 30% more, which is not expected and which is not easy in the natural. Yeah? But God wants to do something, he will do when we obey him. So this is really interesting. I will return that 10 back to you. It's returning because it belongs to God. Yeah? The 10, the 10% is God's. All right? And then the rest, he will multiply <coughs> as we sow. Okay. Ten percent. Hmm? The ten, the tithe just means ten, asar, in Hebrew. Okay. So here, last yesterday, uh, two weeks or so, as we are learning Hebrew letters, we were learning about the wheel within the wheel, the rash, the kuf, as we ascend the ladder, right? Yeah, I didn't think of. Sharing Jacob's letter, but God has, the Holy Spirit knows what to, he wants us to learn. So, this is like the Jacob's letter. It, 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 according to this rabbi also, it's, this represents the Jacob's letter, but represented by the two letters, Kuf and Lamet. Ah, Lamet, where are we going? Up. Don't go down. Go up, 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 nearer to God. So, the last level, alright, of holiness is we're going up from the doorway of, of the word, all right, of Jesus. We are going up and up. Kuf is the holiness going down, and then we go up, okay, to the top. Okay, we progress in our maturity. So, and this, this, this part this morning, also the Holy Spirit gave me an example. When you want to be warm, <laughs> You're cold. <laughs> it's not always cold. When you want to be warm, what do you do? You, you, you exercise, you move your body, or you wear a jacket. Or you wear a jacket, right? On your own part, you will do all these things to keep warm. But if you enter a place that is already heated up, maybe the sauna, <laughs> then you already no need to do anything. You receive the heat. When we go up, 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 right, to the word of God, right, higher and higher into his holiness, we don't, no more self-effort, no need to try to be more holy, no need to try to be blessed. You are blessed. <laughs> you get blessed. You get the heat, you get the fire. When you enter into the revelation, into deeper understanding of God, into his presence, both physically and also in the word, which is basically the word, okay? Because Lamet is teaching of the word to go up, up. Amen? Amen? Okay, so which one you prefer? Jump up and down to get hot or just go inside the place that? <laughs> then you'll be very tired, right? <laughs> okay, God give you an easier way. Uh, so that's why you need a fire of God. It's not our own effort to be holy. Come to Jesus, the doorway, through the word of God. And then you will come out full of fire. <laughs> right? You go into the word, you come up fire, hot, because the word is hot. That's why I said I will not preach anything if I don't feel the fire of the word burning. I prepared a, a little bit on Monday and I don't feel any fire already. <laughs> so I said, God, Lord, give me another one that got the fire. And the Lord gave this. Right? So the wheel within the wheel, remember what is that? Anyone? The wheel within the wheel? Huh? Huh? 
Yes, it is. I should. <laughs> yes, it is Ezekiel's vision. But what does it mean? In connection to this letter, I was sharing what? The wheel within the wheel. A wheel is a journey that takes you, right? You, you, you travel, you have wheel, even the aeroplane got wheels, right? It's like moving. And you, when, you, when you talk about journey, you talk about time. Okay, how, how many hours you need to reach Ipoh, right? Depends on how, uh, uh, how fast uh, <laughs> roof drive, right? So he drive, she drive what? A car on wheels, okay? So wheels represent journey, movement, okay? And movement is limited by time and space. So Ezekiel's vision as well as the throne room of God has this wheel within the wheels and the fire behind means that we can live the supernatural life, all right, God's realm, heavenly realm, number eight, infirm, infinity, spiritual realm. God's realm is, there's no more clock already, right? There's no more time while we are still moving on this earth. It's about a connection between, same like the ladder, the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. Understand the view within the view? <laughs> The heavenly realm can be lived in us while we are living here on this earth. And if we go up and up, we will be able to transcend time. That's why where miracles happen, where people can, you know, in, in, the, in the Bible, right? Uh, who was it? Philip? He was transported also. He was in the wheel within the wheel, right? You want to go there, but it's not that you want to go supermarket. Okay, if you are there, if you want to go preach the gospel, <laughs> and then you cannot reach, then God can transport you. Right? That's why Hollywood try to do all these things in the natural, fascinated with it. But for us, we have the real thing. It can happen, especially when we are a missionary serving the Lord. All right? Or you just really can believe us. Most people won't believe that <laughs> because it's so easy to go back into the physical. That's why anything a person would believe, yeah, the word of God, that will happen. And that was, remember, yesterday I talked about this, uh, this person, the, the authority, right? The, the centurion. He said to Jesus, his servant was sick, and he said to Jesus, you don't need to come. If you will just say the word, my servant will be healed. Wow. I said, Lord, when will anybody say like that? <laughs> you know, because when we believe, right, we just need the man of God or Jesus to say the word, because sometimes maybe it's a man or a woman of God. And you say, you don't need to come. I believe you are a man of God or a woman of God. And if you will speak the word over the other side, because it transcends time already. Uh, someone fix this, the, the thing went off the internet. Then the word alone can happen. The miracle can happen if we, yeah, you can believe that right? because the will, God's will is not limited by time, but only we limit God by saying cannot happen. But if we have not come to that place to believe just a word, yeah, we come for physical meeting. <laughs> And then you have the anointing. Alright? So, but further than that, Jesus said, I have not seen greater faith than this. That you can say, Pastor, you just say the word, I receive. 
the other end. Okay, this is what happened, right? Okay, Psalm 1 to 6, a song of degree, degrees. This is really, very amazing as the Lord gave me this whole psalm, uh, uh, roughly in 2014 or slightly before that. And also, before 2014, there was a brother in Christ who, when I shared with him in my former CG, and I shared Psalm 126, he said, Hey, I like Psalm 126 uh, because in Cantonese it says, One do six. Uh. <laughs> so, okay, uh, one do six. Uh, and it's a very beautiful psalm. And you can see it is a prophecy, right, for, 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 for in my life as well as for everyone here. And God miraculously. Uh, use a, a man of God to speak it out again just a few days ago to me. True. I'll, I'll go later. Huh? Let me just go through the, the Psalms first. Very short, six verses only. <clears throat> Where am I? A song of degree. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Okay? So very linked to the Jacob's letter and the whole thing about heaven and earth and what God wants to bless, okay? So what does this song of degrees mean? The word degrees means ma'ala or a song of ascent, a stairway, <laughs> okay? A stairway, that means you are going up, okay? So it means elevation, all right, in Hebrews, elevation, that is an act, a journey to a higher place. See, I only saw all this yesterday. <laughs> so you can see that this is all not prepared earlier to connect everything, right? But the prophecy, the word was already given years ago. And now I have the understanding as I go into the Hebrew letters, okay? So it's a journey to a higher place, the wheel within the wheel and the Jacob's ladder, a thought arising, a condition, superiority of station, okay? A climatic progression, so it's a progress, spiritual progress to a higher degree. So this, our stairs. So this psalm is about going up the stairs. And when we go up and up, as we meet the Lord, what will he say? Just now, what did God say to Jacob? From the top. <laughs> From the top of the ladder, what did God say to Jacob? I will? Yeah, I will give you, I will bless you. That's the best to hear him telling you that. Okay. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, it means the Lord will bring restoration. All right. Last week we talked about the raw, right? Where God take away the blindness, the, 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 in, as a prisoner like that, you know, we were all bound by sin, bound by fear of lack. All right. So Rebecca is now set free from the fear of lack, right? And everyone else, right? Fear of unknown fear of sickness, right? Madeline is no more fear of sickness. She, she's now only fear of the Lord. <laughs> yeah? And God giving her, has already restored her. But in the Hebrew, this word, turn again away the captivity of Zion. Zion are the people of God. Today we are in Mount Zion. That's why it's a mountain. Right? We are going up. Right? Zion is a mountain. The Lord restore, which is a return, meaning in Hebrew, it's actually like a return of property. Right? What has been stolen by the devil in our lives, 
Sometimes the devil steals our sick, our body, right? Our health. And the devil steals our finances, right? We didn't know about Jesus. We didn't know about tithing, about giving. We didn't know all these things. And then we, we let the devil steal. So the Bible got say, right? That the, the, in Joel, the prophecy, the Lord will bring back restoration. Whatever the locusts have eaten, he will restore back. Sometimes sevenfold, 34, 64, right? Rebecca said 104, right? Which from the word of God, right? So the captivity, we are no longer under the bondage in our minds of that, oh, we are in lack. We don't have, we are sick and all that. All overturned by Jesus. Then, so when that freedom, Jesus, the ministry of Isaiah 61 and Luke 4, what is it? To set the captives free, isn't it? So when that has happened, the, our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. So in the spirit, we believe and we already set free first inside. Then what happened? Our mouth, the pay. <laughs> the pay is filled with what? Laughter. Ah, so what is our mouth for? <laughs> okay, Speaking God's word as well as laughing. So that's why the Holy Spirit poured out the anointing of laughter. Okay? It is receiving the blessings already. You know, Rebecca has been laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah, until the blessing manifested. What, 30% more? <laughs> New job, right? Because earlier, she, she laughed by the Spirit, not knowing what is her blessing yet. Correct? You don't know, right? But I say you just laugh because you are receiving a lot from the Lord. You remember during ministering time, I said, God is pouring, God is pouring. Then she just received the laughter and finally the manifestation happen see the joy with laughing is god you're happy right you laugh when you're sad or you laugh when you're happy happy, happy. when somebody give you something right ah so first when you're under the anointing the holy spirit is already giving you giving you giving you things of the spirit and you receive and then you just laugh 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 first ah then waiting for the manifestation Ah, free food. <laughs> Rachel. Okay, both spiritual and physical. Okay, you can have more, right? And our tongue with singing. Okay, what is given to us in the pay is to sing, to worship the Lord. This morning, as we worship, okay, you see Abigail. See, there's a part where God ministered to us. There's a part where we minister to Him. When you enter into the Holy of Holies, the presence of God, we minister to God. That means you sing in the spirit. The problem with a lot of believers is still put on the worship and then you, yeah, God will minister to you. But you have not worshipped yet. <laughs> if you didn't come from you, that means someone is worshipping on your behalf. Or rather he is worshipping God, ministering to God, and you are being entertained. <laughs> okay? But it means you're still being ministered you know, through the words. But how about we reach another level of worship whereby we, out of our own mouth, out of our own heart, we worship God. We, we sing in the spirit to Him. We raise up an anthem to the Lord in the spirit. Right? As I was sharing just now, some people say, I don't know how to worship in tongues. Start with, mm, you have a voice. Thank God we are not mute. Right? Not muted also. <laughs> Okay, so raise up your voice. God gave us a voice. You know, Jesus said, right, even if, 
if the store, if the, the people refuse to uh, worship him or praise him, the storm suddenly will be the one praising. In heaven, everyone is praising God. No one put on the YouTube <laughs> and then just listen. All are praising God because when you minister to God, when you are worshipping, He will minister to you. Okay? Right? So, let's do that. You know, create and begin to bring the presence of God down as we worship Him. It was in the Solomon's temple. That's how they worship. As they begin to worship, the cloud came. The cloud today, there's so little worship, there's so much entertainment in the church. All right? The, the con like a concert like that, the worship leader is, ooh, 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 ooh. everyone look at the worship, wow, so handsome. Uh, of course, our worship leader more pretty. <laughs> a thousand times more. Right? But she's not performing. Right? Worshipping the Lord. Worship leader is lead everyone into the throne room. Okay, where we see no one but Jesus. So no boyfriend looking for a girlfriend, but all looking unto Jesus. Yeah, but your Prince Charming will come, okay, Rachel? <laughs> Jesus better. Huh? So use our tongue, use our every part of our body to worship Him. And then the cloud of glory will come. God's presence coming. That's why people are slain in the presence of God. When we, whether two or three, right? He's here. If two or three will worship God that way, People will get healed, people will get slain because when Jesus comes, miracles happen. Amen? The presence of God. We want to bring the presence of God down as we go up to Him. Okay? They said, and this is the part of today's title. They said, then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. This will be manifested after the the Lord turn away the captivity. The Lord bring restoration when the people uh, believe Him and they begin to laugh and laugh. So now maybe we have a few people. Next time, as the Lord bring more people, it's full of laughter. It's full of blessing. Okay, And the people outside, and then the blessing begin to manifest. You see Rebecca one manifest. There will be more, some more to come. All right? At Pikil, every one of you will have the manifestation. Rejoice. Let surrender your tongue, your mouth to the Lord as we receive God. I am blessed. And the main thing is not, as I shared earlier, is the Lord has done great things for them. They recognize that it is God. Right? It is not normal for uh, uh, when you go for interview, the person say, I will, you ask too low. Very, 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 very rare. <laughs> okay? So when you share this testimony, very clear that it is the Lord, isn't it? The Lord. The Lord has done great things. So in our lives, even the vending machine is the Lord, okay? Yeah, so you see, it is the Lord. That's why she's jumping up and down and said, I have testimony. God sent people to pay for me. This is a stranger. If it is one of you, give her. It's normal, okay? But it's a total stranger two times or more. Yeah, so the things that will happen in your life will be very obvious and clear that it's not your own effort, but as you enter into God's presence and believe Him and you go into His Word and God speaks to you, what happens? Blessing after blessing that are supernatural, that are very clear because what are hidden? Hidden cannot see anything, right? They only judge by physical. So they saw the physical manifestation of your trust in God, of the Lord blessing you. That very different. People sick and then can well and then get back sick. But you're sick and, and you're sick, well, and then 
better and better. Every part of your body also become better, right, Magdalene? So not only one part. See, this is God doing. So the Lord has done. The main thing we are praising God, our testimony is not, I am blessed, because I am blessed can be my own effort. But the Lord, this is the, the prophecy of Psalms 1-6, to the Lord, the heathen will say, wait for the heathen, the unbelievers. Believers will say, yeah, la, because it's our, our words already, ma. God bless you. La, you know. But it's the heathen. That means the, the people who don't know God, and they will say, hey, your God. That's why they want to know your God. If they can see something different, Rachel, God has blessed her. Her Lord has blessed her, her ruler. All right? And what is this? Great things. Great things is Gadal. See the Gimel? <laughs> Gimel there. The year of Gimel, right? The Gimel, the Dale, and Lamed. Okay? Which is Gadal. Great things is there will be growth. There will be promotion. Oh, promotion some more. You know, you go into that new office, more promotion coming faster than other people. Amen? <laughs> yeah, which means more increase, more favor, all right? More power, magnify, doing great things, becoming more great. This is the blessing of Abraham, right? I will make you great. Yeah, not we make ourselves great. God will make us great when we go to him. The Lamed, the Gimel, we trust in Gimel. We are in the natural realm. We are the Dale, but we go through Jesus, the door into the word, and we look up and go higher. And this is all these things that are going to happen. All right? More things, more great things are happening. In the Strong's, all right, it means to twist. You know, in the world, they say, oh, this one had a twist of faith, a faith, a taste of, uh, what do you call it? Fortune. <laughs> right? Last time, very poor one. You know, so they use it, this word, to say that there has, it's, it's different today. So it's the Bible, in the word, great things, everything has changed. There's a twist. Formerly, there was a lot of curses, a lot of problems, a lot of I mean, challenges and not uh, problems are different, okay? Persecution and problems are different. So there's a twist in your life. There's a turn. Your unbelieving husband will notice. Wow, my wife now so patient. <laughs> so different. That's the greatest twist. <laughs> right? Because your family is the one who knows you through and through. But you don't have to try. You just go into the presence, go into the word, meditate the word, and your character change. That's how Smith Wigglesworth got converted, right? Because of his he was an unbelieving man, heathen. And how did he become today the man of God? And got converted because of his wife. <laughs> so his wife, right, he endured all his nonsense with the love of God, with the patience of God. Love is very patient. Throw her out of the house. She also, next day, when he opened the door, she come back and cook for him. Never complain, never say anything. Why is the new nature of the Holy Spirit moving? And he, she don't have to say anything. By her character, has changed her twist in her character, he recognized her God and he wanted her God as well. And he got saved, got baptized, and became a great man of God, an evangelist. Right? So this is the great things. So great things can be miracles of blessing, finances, can be a change in our character as well, in, yeah, as well as our health. So we make large, become larger, but not fatter. <laughs> okay. 
large is prosperity, right? And you have a, a bigger heart, okay? All these things, excellence, increase coming into your life, which is promotion, which is not our own effort. It's just going into the sauna, <laughs> all right? Into the sauna of God, into the fireplace of God. And you come out different. You come out with the smell of the fragrance of Christ, yeah? <clears throat> the Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad or overjoyed. And now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. We will always be filled with the rain. No more dry, no more dead, dry bones. <laughs> okay? All alive. And those who sow in tears, as seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may reap as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring armloads of blessing and a harvest overflowing. This is God's prophecy and word, right? Ah, later you will see Rachel armloads of blessing. Don't know who give to her from where. <laughs> Suddenly she come back, wow, mommy, I got so many things. Armloads, okay? A blessing and harvest, right? All the seeds that you have planted in faith, the harvest definitely will come, right, farmers? Yeah, it may not overnight, but it will come. If you if you sow in faith, somehow sometimes here you may sow with crying. <laughs> oh, my money go already, but God knows your heart, you know. So beginning it may feel like a pinch, and you say, Lord, I want to trust you, and then cry a bit. <laughs> But then, wow, then when the harvest come already, wow, no more crying. Which one? Ah, laughter and shouting. Ah, yeah, she was shouting. <laughs> laughter. All right, and arm loads of blessings. So this is what will happen and harvest. So when the harvest comes to the body of Christ, to our fellowship here, to the people here, what happened? You will be able to bless others. We will be... A church, God's church is to bless others as they are blessed. All right? And this is the what is going to happen. And I felt in my heart to share again what will happen to us. The story, the last story of that rabbi. Yeah, that uh, some of you, I sent the video. Some of you didn't see. <clears throat> it was a very beautiful, the year of Hakil for the Jews. All right? And God's people are blessed people and they are not ordinary so in this story, the, the rabbi was, in this uh, short teaching, the rabbi was talking about the year of Hakil, which is actually this year, once in every seven years, where the people will gather together, the Jewish people will gather together and uh, bless one another, you know, and pray also, and they have a calling to come together. So at the end of this 20 minutes uh, teaching, the rabbi shared one story. Anyone here remember? From the service one? The yes, the restaurant story. Has it touched your heart yet? <laughs> what is the main thing that touched your heart? Okay, let me tell you the story. Yeah? So, this, uh, he ended the whole teaching with this story. Uh, Madeline-like story. Yeah? Okay, that's why I said I'll tell the story. There was this uh, Jewish man. Okay, so he 
has a family, a wife and children, and they were traveling uh, on, uh, in transit lah, from one place to another. And he told his children, okay, uh, we won't, we will go for this like holiday or traveling, but we won't spend much money. They have money, but they're not planning to spend. Then halfway, one of the children want to go lavatory, okay, or toilet. So they stopped by this restaurant because restaurant got toilet, right? So on a highway from Singapore to Malaysia, Malaysia to Singapore, you have stopped by the lavatory, the the, toilet, uh, the restaurant. But as he, as she went, he or she, I forgot, went into the restaurant to use the lavatory, and you know that restaurant, sometimes they're very fussy, they don't let you use if you are not eating at that place. The waitress saw her coming in and said, Ayah, never mind, la. you use and you are not eating, but just don't tell anybody, just go. And then she went to tell the father right, that this waitress said this to her. And the father what did the father say? <laughs> what would you do if you were the father? Faster go out, go inside the car, let's run. <laughs> Before they catch us. Isn't it? Your normal reaction, Hannah will do that. <laughs> now no more already, okay? I hope so. Right? In the past, in our own nature, we will run, right? Because we don't want to be caught and then have to pay something or what. But this story is so beautiful of the Jews, okay, of the Judaism that they were taught. So the father said, if we just go like this, this waitress might lose her job because she helped the, the, the son or the daughter come out of it without paying anything. So he decided, he said, I have not planned to eat anywhere until we reach home. But because of this, this waitress, waitress might lose her job. She did, he decided that we all go in, okay? So he told the children and the wife, okay, we all, we're going to eat here, but each one only order one dish, one pizza, <laughs> one bun, or whatever, but only one and one drink, okay? Because he, he didn't plan to spend, all right? But he did it for the waiter's sake. Who, she, he know the waitress or not? He don't know, complete stranger. Then... They went in, okay? So they eat, they fit it. Each one order one on it because father said order one on it. <laughs> okay. Then after eat already, what do you do after eating? Call for the bill, right? So she, he called for the bill. And the, to their surprise, the, the waitress, the waiters all brought more things for them to eat, brought dessert, which is cake and all that. Then the father, of course, he don't want to pay, right? Because when you see all these things, normally what we say, I didn't order. <laughs> Yeah, when you go to a restaurant, you will say, when the waiter brings things you didn't order, you quickly say, why? Because the fear you have to pay, right? So you will say, I didn't order all these things. Then the waitress said, yes, we know that you didn't order. But what happened is, this waitress, when she saw you all come in to, you know, because of her to eat, she was crying in the kitchen. And then we asked her, the colleagues, uh, why are you crying? And then she told the story, you know, that this man this this jewish family came in because of me that you know for me not to lose my job so she was crying and the other colleagues the other waiters were so touched by this what they did they told her 
let's do something for this family. So out of their own pocket money, they paid for those cakes and all that, and they brought to the family. So they told the man, this one no need to pay. This is, we bless you back for, for, for being so kind to the waitress. So he said, oh, okay. Okay, now give me the bill. Ah. <laughs> okay, because after eat the dessert already. Then another thing happened. The owner of the restaurant now came over to their table. And the owner of the restaurant said, okay, I saw what happened. And then uh, next time you come, sir, I will give you 50% discount. Oh, so okay, ah, that's for next time. Then what about now? So he still want to pay for the now that they add. And then anyone, uh, uh, those of you who know already, uh, those who don't know, guess what the, the owner said? You know, he said, uh, I, uh, the owner then said, for now, he said, this restaurant, we don't charge, no, we only charge human beings <laughs> or humans. We don't charge angels. You get it? This restaurant only charge humans, we don't charge angels. What is she trying to say? That what this, this man did was not a human doing. Human will run away, right? <laughs> I don't care about you, huh? who are you? I just run, huh? you know, and try to escape, you know, or don't bother. Huh? She lose her job, nothing to do with me. I don't know her, unless it's your relative. But that's human being. So this restaurant owner said, we don't charge angels. So to the restaurant owner, this behavior of this man is not human behavior. It's a behavior of an angel. So what are we today? We are ministers, angels of fire. Okay? We are from heaven. We have a different nature, right? A caring heart, a new heart. We are able to think of others. So while we are blessed here, we can go out and bless others. Yeah? So this understanding, yes, the Lord has blessed us powerfully, wonderfully to be a blessing. Yeah? We are generous people. And not only generous, we think, we care for people, all right? Tune your mind. Start, what is called renew of mind. Twisting, last time, it's all about me and myself. I just take care of me, my family, my dog, my cat, my... The rest, unless pastor tell me. <laughs> I have, you know, we just go here, go there, go there, and we're not aware of human being around. But God tells us that we are from above. We have been born again. We have his nature. And as Jesus died and cared for others, right, we will do the same. We don't need to die for people anymore. right? But we can extend that love right, to the household of faith and then outside. Always be aware. That is be in tune to the Holy Spirit. In tune to your new nature. Beautiful, right? Yeah. Well, and they were blessed with a free meal, with free dessert. Yeah? Because we didn't behave like a normal human being, like a heathen or even some believers. Okay? But he was uh, behaving like a Jew. <laughs> like a Jew, as a, a real Jew, all right, who has God as his ruler will behave that way because the Jews care for the Jewish people. 
That's why today you have also the Muslims, they call themselves Abang Ade. Why are they so, the Chinese is the one, I don't know you, you don't know me. <laughs> right? But the, the Muslim culture or Arabic culture is very similar to Hebrew culture, where everyone is brother and sister, even they don't know. Okay? So we need to realize that we have been born again. Okay? And as we bless others, as we are conscious of other people as well, right? the blessing of God continues to flow. So this is the blessing. The heathen will know and say that you are blessed. And also, uh, I was telling you that God confirmed again this prophecy through the man of God, through actually Instagram. So this man of God that I told you about is Rodney Howard Brown. And he is the mentor of my, men, of my men, spiritual mentor, the spiritual part, who is in uh, Gold Coast one. So he's very mature, right? older, uh, a South African whom God used to bring the anointing of joy to, for the Toronto blessing, if you have heard of it before. He's the one who carried that anointing and the people began to laugh. That was like years ago. So as I said, I met him in, I didn't really meet him. I went for his meeting in Singapore uh, many years ago. And that's when he got to lay hands on me Finally, on the third night, <laughs> which I say, God, I cannot, I want, I want, I want. Because first night, it's like still looking around. Second night, and then third night, you become desperate. <laughs> I want to go back to KL already, you know. If I didn't receive this, then why I come for the whole trip, right? Because I wanted that anointing of joy. And finally, we just tap. I fall down 20 minutes, and that was the anointing. So there are different anointings. And that was the joy anointing that came into her, that broke through. And suddenly, you know, I, I came to follow him in Instagram because of Janice, Venice, right? Venice wants to go to US. So I told her, since you are in US, you visit the sister, why not you go to a spirit-filled church, anointed one? Uh, because if, if even Esther, right? Esther had to fly all the way to Canada to get the anointing from, from Singapore. I said, you are already there, just travel a bit, you know, and go for one of these meetings, okay? Uh, but I don't know which preacher at that time. Then suddenly I remembered Rodney Howard Brown, I had to check. Then it was where he is, his church, he hold revival meetings a lot. And then his church I checked was about 1,000 miles away from where Janice stay. So at first she said she wanted to go nearby church. I said, why don't you go there and then go nearby church? <laughs> go there, you know, travel a bit more, all right? Just go under the anointing for, for one weekend or one day. Yeah, that is what I recommend because I see he is not only anointed with the fire, with everything, prophecy, he's also a, a man with integrity. All right, because I learned a lot of his uh, anointing teaching from him also. So I gave anyway, I don't know whether they will go there. But so I went back, I went to Instagram two days ago. Normally, I go there to check on my son <laughs> because I don't know what he's doing. We don't communicate all the every day. Right? So sometimes he will post, so I just check. And then this pop up Rodney Howard Brown's uh, clip. And normally, it's just pictures. But this time, he was prophesying. And that short clip is a prophecy of Psalm 106. <laughs> okay, 106. Exactly in his own words, of course, he was not quoting. He was saying that when the Lord returned the turn again the captivity of Zion, you shall be like them 
your mouth shall be full of singing of laughter, right? You shall be, what else? And then you will be blessed, okay? You'll be full of joy. And I remember Psalms 1 to 6, the Lord gave me. Our mouth will be filled of laughter. Our tongue will be full of singing. And then he says, you know, the heathen will see and say that you are blessed. And earlier, as the words came to me, it's the nations, the nations will say that you are blessed. And that's how this sermon came about. You know, only one time I heard him in Instagram. <laughs> but he gave me this word that I already had in mind. And God wants to tell us, right? prophecy upon each one of your lives. The Lord has turned the captivity of Zion. All right, all their lives, no more in bondage, no more in fear, no more in sickness. And today, you fill your mouth with laughter, your tongue with singing. All right, and we come carrying in the sheaves, bearing in the sheaves. Right, you go out sowing seed and you come back with armloads of blessing and harvest and the nations, the people will just say, Magdalene, your Lord has blessed you, right? Ruth, your Lord has blessed you. Evelyn Go, your Lord has blessed you, the Lord. Hannah, the Lord has blessed you. Rebecca, the Lord has blessed you. Rachel, the Lord has blessed you. Much, much more food coming your way. <laughs> right? Abigail, the Lord has blessed you. Elijah, the Lord has blessed you. Right? And those in Elisha, the Lord has blessed you. Cheng Lan, the Lord has blessed you. Right? Like Jacob, go for the blessing of the Father of God. Right? Don't exchange for lentil soup. Esther, the Lord has blessed you. Guatfolim, the Lord has blessed you. Piara, the Lord has blessed you. Amen? Amen. Okay, hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord and thank Him for His word and blessing.